morning. Good I am morning. so glad that we're here. I know. Um, I'm Dr. Dana, and you're Laura. That's and right. We are here to talk about, today we're just going to talk about starting a business, because we probably should have started that, like, from day one. I know. But it's something that we just assume, like, hey, we're running businesses, right. and anybody who wants to be a woman and run a business, hey, follow along with us. But right. Man, it's way harder than just that. I know. And, you know, I was thinking for a future podcast, we need to also talk about funding. How are we going to get funding? Uh, and I, I want to save that because you and I are still right in the midst of trying to get more funding and looking for grants and what is actually out there for women. Because we know there's stuff out there. Right. But we're still in the midst of discovering all that. So we'll share that once we kind of figure out something. <laughs> I think that's a great idea because yeah. we always hear there's funding. Is there really funding or do we just hear that there's funding? Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in the middle of that, so I'll let you know. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. Well, it was funny because on the way here, John was talking, um, my husband, about starting a business and what it takes and because my son is wanting to start a business. And I was like, this is some really, really good stuff that people probably don't realize about starting a business. You know, organizing yourself and what to expect and what not to expect and don't get your hopes up. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, and I was telling you, I said, you know, the thing is, is I said, you know, most people don't make money on a business for three to five years. And that's, that's honestly the truth. Right. And I'm like, except you, you're making great money. And then, but the reality is, is that, no, you guys have been doing this for a long, long, I mean, Jeff's been doing cooking for decades. You've been a teacher with a lot of education and experience behind you for decades. So it's like, no, you just compiled all of that and were able to go. And even in that, you know, like it, it's it's changed over time, you know, because oh, yeah. here's where it was in 2019 and then in 2020. And then then you feel like, oh, well, we're kind of starting all over again here in 2021. And then so where does it really stop and start? And, you know, where do you calculate? Oh, yeah. now I'm making some money. Finally, what? You know, um, I always feel like that perseverance you know just keep going you and just keep going at some point you're like oh oh I am making money oh this might be successful and then the next day you wake up and say my god I don't have any money and I'm not <laughs> successful and I don't know what I'm doing and I need to go back to work for whatever you know well here if this makes you feel better so last week I did an order for a company that's here in Branson so just kind of a backstory the owners actually live in Chicago their business is here in Branson, and they had another business in Orlando, which, you oh. know, logistically, how did it work? I don't know, but they were doing this thing. And it was funny because it's a husband and wife. So you're husband and wife. Right. I'm husband and wife. And he was just talking about the realities of how hard this has been for them, especially this year. They started out this year, first five months of the year, in the negative. And it's like, you know, you've had a lease for 10 years in one spot and they're at the landing. So, you know, that rent is really expensive and you've got to be doing really good business to go for 10 years. And he said, after five months, they're like, I don't know if we can renew our lease. And then it picked up. Right. And so, you know, then you keep going. But we had that conversation about it's so hard to do all of this and you know, it's like, do you keep going? Do you not keep going? You know, what do you do? But then he said something that I was, I was just like, you have allowed so much grace into your life. And this is what we need in our life. He said, regardless if the business ever continued or not, we have been successful and we are successful business owners. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
He's yeah. right. Just because if a business ends doesn't mean you failed. True. You're still successful. True. And I'm like, wow, wow, that that really hit home to me. Right. Like, okay, you know, what? how do we define a success? So, because if success is a measure of if our business makes it or doesn't make it, what if we want to sell our business or retire from our business? Right. Are we now a failure because we don't have that business? Oh, that's a good thought. Oh, right. no, we're still successful. So... Or if you sell it to somebody who doesn't run it, now are you a failure? Right. Uh, yeah, right. and it doesn't survive. Right. Like, did you set them up for failure? Because right. you were doing it fine, and now they're not doing it fine. Right. And I know of businesses that were very successful sold, and then that transition didn't turn out too well. True. So, True. but that doesn't make you or no. that business a failure. No. And it doesn't necessarily mean the people who purchased it were a failure. Maybe it's just something that they weren't prepared for. True. I don't know. But back to starting the business. Well, and I was going to say, too, depending on how you uh, view success, you know, like I remember, you know, because I was teaching and we were doing this and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're going to work this weekend. This is awesome. We're going to make a little bit of money this weekend. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, OK, we're going to work two times this week and then three times this week. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're working five <laughs> times this week. Yes. This is pretty exciting, you know, to where yeah. we were to the point of like, hey, you don't need to teach anymore. This is becoming successful. But I remember thinking one time was successful, you know, right. and then three times is successful, and then five times is successful. You know, it just progresses with you. Yeah. And then we're almost to a point that like, okay, all of this is really successful, but we need some time to be on the boat. We need some time to have a vacation. So now it's successful to see if it can run itself right. so you don't have to be there. Right. right. But I would have never thought those things when we first started, like, sure. oh, let me take a vacation before we ever get started. Right. right. And so I think we have to be able to, to give ourselves permission to enjoy the steps that we're on as we go. Yeah. And nobody mapped out those steps to me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and those are things you think about, like mm -hmm. for us with a brick and mortar and, you know, not having consistent employees, we just can't, there's no day off. Right. There's no, we're going to take a vacation. Who's going to answer email? Who's going to answer the phone? Oh, who's answering the door to make right. sales while we're gone? Nobody, it's us. No. <laughs> so no. it's like, then we talked about that also, like, Oh, I'm going to start a business so I can be, you know, free and do what I want. But really, are we free and doing what we want? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're tied just down just as much as if we worked for an employer. In right. fact, we do better as an employer, as an employee, because we get paid time off in the whole nine yards. Right, right. None true. of that here. No. <laughs> no, there's no paid time off. No. no. So. And even when we do go on trips, I'm answering email and answering texts oh, and yeah. taking pictures and posting on social media. I mean, I eat, sleep, dream, live, breathe. Yeah. The the, yeah, yeah, absolutely you do. I, I know, like, it's funny because, like, emails, it's so nice on the phone. Delete, delete, delete. Okay, save for later. Delete, delete. And it's like, how many times a day are you actually on your phone and you're like, oh, better check that email. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's a several times a day. Yeah. Several times a day. I know. I actually, I had to take my phone to Verizon. And I said, look, I, I realize I, I use my phone quite a bit. And he says, this says you average eight to ten hours a day on your phone. And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. And he's like, an average of eight to ten hours a day. And I'm like, yeah, I run a, I run a business. He's like, nobody's on their phone that long. I'm like, clearly you work for Verizon and you're not running your own business. Exactly. But let me tell you, the people who are running Verizon, who started Verizon, who started all this, that they were um, yeah. doing things like this. Absolutely they were. Yeah, you just so don't realize it. When you guys decided to start a business, 
how, what did you do? Did you do an LLC? Did you do a partnership? How did you guys actually set up your business? So I'm going to be honest, you know more about this than I know about this because I, you know, when we looked at it, we asked you and, uh, and we were in a situation, um, you know, where a brick and mortar had started and then we wanted to start just this private chef, this entity where, you know, we would take food, um, to places and cook. And so rather than rely on, uh, my own knowledge, which is none, or, uh, I mean, starting a business, like, I don't know, I've taught school for 26 years. I have a, a doctorate degree in education. They do not teach you in any education classes, even at the University of Missouri in doctorate school. They don't say, hey, here's how to start your own business, because that's not what you're there for. Right. You're there for education and right. to teach people. And so you don't know. Um, but we, we just hired an attorney, and we hire, and the attorney said, here's my accountant, hire the accountant, you know, and the money that you put in the front door to pay the attorney and the accountant will make sure that everything is set up correctly. Yes. And they did set us up as an LLC. And then as we progressed, the accountant says, oh, wait a minute, you're making this or you're doing this, you know, we have to change you to an S corp. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever that means. Yeah. And, and, and that was probably just for tax purposes. It is. You're still an purposes. LLC, but yeah. you, your report taxes is an S. But I didn't know. Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean? That's yeah. not, like, are we like the Rogue Chef Corp? I, I don't understand, yeah. you know? So I don't understand it all. And I say that in transparency because somebody will listen to this and like, what? You don't have it all together? Please. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, no, I, I don't know because I'm learning and learning and learning. Yeah. And even if you go on Google and like, tell me how to start a business yeah, it might break it down to step one, two, three, four. But in reality, until you're walking those steps, experiencing mm-hmm. those steps, you don't know. No, I, I think you're. You just gave the best advice. I went to an attorney and I got an accountant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, get your ducks in a row because not everybody's going to want an LLC, right? And not everyone's going to qualify for an S corp. But an attorney is going to help map the direction that you need to go. And it's funny because I'm starting that next business with a whole different set of owners with me. And um, so I took one of the gals with me. I said, we're going to go meet the attorney and we're just going to go and we're going to talk about setting up an S or setting up the, an LLC. So we went in, we did the whole meeting. We talked about this. And we, you know, the attorney brought up, she's like, not only do you need that LLC, you're going to have to have a separate partnership agreement, you know, to figure out like, how much percentage of funds goes to operating and this and that. And so we had this whole discussion of how we were going to set all of it up and how I, what I needed to get ready for the next meeting when we start actually drawing up contracts. And we walked away and my friend was like, I literally had no idea. I have no idea what you guys were talking about. And I'm like, that's okay. But because the first step was let's go see the attorney. And she's, then she started asking questions. I said, that second step is our, accountant and she's like oh I said none of us will touch the money there will be a third party person who's going to take care of all of that and then you will have money just magically appear in your account because they are going to take care of that as well and so you know her having no background in having a business just knowing this is something she wanted to do and I'm inviting her along on the journey um that's that's your first steps it is because you want to protect yourself and your assets so Get the professionals. Let them handle all that. Do you have to pay money to do all that? Yes, you have to pay them money. And it's not cheap. But again, how much 10 years down the road, you didn't get your ducks in a row. 
um, it's a lot cheaper to do it at the beginning than at the end when you sure. got to um, defend yourself to the IRS. <laughs> so, oh, right. And yeah. You, you don't get to defend yourself yeah. to the IRS. You, they just say, you owe this money, and you're like, yes, 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 yeah, yes. Let me yeah. write a check. Like, I'm I, not built uh, for prison. No. Oh, God. <laughs> me either. So, so yeah. So yeah. I, I think that our best advice is let the professionals help you. Absolutely. Yeah. And really, in the end, you're paying them, like you said, far less. And they understand it. You know, they went to school to do it. They put businesses together all the time. And they'll even tell you, this happens with businesses all the time. I see it right here in Branson. So don't worry. I got you. And they do. They got you. And they will take care of you. Absolutely. They will. They will. And it's funny because in nursing school, they always say, use your resources, use your resources. That, that translates to anything. Right. Use your resources. Your attorney and your accountant is your resource. Absolutely. Valuable resources. So use them. <laughs> well, and I think women in business with you are your resources. And, and you get trapped in this, like, I don't want her to know that I don't know, but I don't know. But, oh, my God. And I, I find it all the time because I'm like, people say, if I say something like, well, I didn't know that. They say, what? You're a doctor. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, that doesn't qualify anybody for anything, no, you know? No. Like, I can give you my educational opinion on some theories that I learned, you right. know? But in reality, I don't know how to run a business. I don't know how to set things up. What I do know is what I've learned along the way, right? Absolutely. I've learned we have to get things done before a set time in the morning, yeah. right? Or it's not going to get yeah. done all day. Or if I start you know, answering email, I might not stop until my husband's like, hey, you've been sitting there for two and a half hours now. You want to do something else? And I'm like, no, no, I want to get all these emails done. Yeah. But I would zombie it for the rest of the day if I if I did that. I'm telling you, the time change was this last weekend. Oh. And we didn't reset the alarm in our bedroom. So I wake up and it's, and I normally wake up anywhere between three and four 30. That's just, which is crazy. Let me just, I know it is is crazy. crazy. I, but you know, I've done so early jobs for like so many decades that that's my internal clock, but I do go to bed early Yes, (laughs) because I am one person who loves their sleep. And, um, so I got up and it's like, I'm like, Oh, three o'clock. We're good. We're going. I got my coffee. I'm answering emails. And before I know it, I look at the clock and it's only 3.30. And I'm like, wait, what? Right, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I've been up since 2 o'clock in the morning. But I kid you not, I started at well, probably by the time I got coffee and settled and actually doing it, started probably at 2.30 in the morning. I did not finish emails until 5.30 in the morning, three oh, yeah. hours of my morning. And that was nothing more than, okay, I need to answer this email, categorizing them, who needs to take care of what. So that you per you know, everyone has their thing of who's taking care of what email and then actually not only answering the email, but like, oh, you need this. I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you the invoice and I'm going to plan it so that when I get to the shop, we're going to ship it out and we're good. All of that takes time. It and does. that's a daily thing. And it's like if we gave ourselves only eight hours a day, say, OK, you have eight hours. And I spent three hours of it just on this email. We'd never have a business. Oh, no, no. No, definitely not. So guess when that happens? At 2 o'clock in the morning. At 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. like you, 8 or 10 hours on the phone every day. Right. Well, that's not because not you're sitting at a desk for 8 or eight hours a day. No, this is because you're running around town. You're doing things. You're doing this. Oh, you're in the grocery store? You're answering a phone call. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the time. And when we're, when we're shopping and we're driving to Springfield, I'm doing my social media or I'm answering emails or I'm making phone calls or I'm, you know, creating menus or, yeah, absolutely, I'm on this phone eight to ten hours a day. And 
really, that was it? I'm pretty proud of myself that that's my average. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I thought I was like glued to the thing 24-7, right. know, which is exactly how you feel. Right. Um, which is why a lot of people do find their business so personal. Like, this is my life. This is yeah. my baby. This is... And you connect it to success and failure. Absolutely. When in reality, it's not. Right. It's really not. It actually is all success. If you're doing something that you've set your heart out to do, then you're, isn't that what makes you successful is having the freedom to do that and doing it? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I just, I just think starting a business is a huge, huge endeavor. It's nothing that's taken lightly. And I think people who know that, people who have businesses and they know that, and when you say, I'm starting a business, they're, they're like so excited for you because it's the beginning. And they're mm. going to ask you a lot of questions, and they're going to ask you questions you can't answer. Yep. And I, was it you and I who were talking about imposter syndrome? Yes, yes, yes we did. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you feel like, oh, I have to have all the answers for that. You know, people with my business, we're doing an infusion business. They're asking me all kinds of questions, and I'm like, I don't have an answer for you. I'm still working with the menus from the pharmacy of what we can legally give in this state, you know, and what we can combine together. And it's like, but they're asking questions like I have all the answers. And it's like, I don't No, no. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. It's okay not to, yeah. but it's hard not to. Yes. And you start to doubt yourself and imposter syndrome is real. Yes, it is. Real, real. And we talked about it last week because uh, when we went to B&I together, I said, I always feel this imposter syndrome. I, I live it because I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, well, you're fake. You're so stupid. You don't know anything about running a business. You think you're so smart because you have some doctorate degree, but in reality, you're stupid. And then I'm like, oh my God, you figured me out. <laughs> right? Because I do feel that way. And every single step of the way of running a business, I've just learned. And a lot of times trial and error and like, oh, that's not going to work. And then some days you have, oh, look, we got it. We rocked right. this. We did right. it. We did it. We did it. Okay, now how can we improve on it better? Right. So I have trouble with just living through that one moment of success because I'm like, it worked this time. How do I get better? I know. Right? Yeah. And it's like you have to play games. But you think about CEOs of, like, mm. companies. Do you think they have it all together? Do you think they have all the answers? Heck no. Uh, you know they'd look completely put together. These people right. are making millions of dollars. They have people chauffeuring them around. But I honestly feel like they have to have some, even a smidge, of imposter syndrome because there's no way they can have all the answers or know all of those things. They were put there because they have a skill and a skill set that is extremely important to that company. And so guess what? We, as business owners, have a skill and a skill set that is very important that allows us to do what we want to do. Right. We don't have the answers for it all. No. So it is, yeah. I was even thinking, as you said that, you know, like they have this skill for the company that somebody who's listening to this is like, oh, or they know somebody or they know somebody who knows somebody. Well, yeah, maybe they were put in there because they know somebody, which makes imposter syndrome even more real. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. What if they find out that I'm only here because and what if people find out that I'm making a podcast only because I know you and you have your own (laughs) podcast room? Like, oh, my gosh, they're going to know I have no idea about running a podcast, which I don't. So my resources are wit. Whitmore. I absolutely love <laughs> That's him. Right. Yes. That's right. Well, but do you think I know anything about podcasting? I don't know. You have a whole room. You look yeah. always prepared. You always yeah. look together. You look organized. Oh. And yeah. so somebody seeing you from the outside 
would think that for sure. So let me tell you, you look like you got it all together, girl. Okay, well, I don't. And there's <laughs> half the time I'm like, I don't even know. What I, I don't even know if I have anything that anyone wants to hear. And, you know, and I have that Branson podcast. And I'm like, does anyone even want to hear me? Like, do people want to listen to me? I don't even listen to myself. <laughs> so why would anybody else want to listen? I don't know. Do I have anything to say? I don't know. But here I am doing it. And it's like, whatever. Right. <laughs> we'll just see where it goes. Um, and I think for us, it's therapeutic to get to talk to it each is. other. And so I think that's why we invite other women. Just, yeah. just come in and talk with us. Go have coffee with us. Just see that being a woman in business is difficult. I know. You might look all together. You might look scattered. You might look whatever, but it's just hard. But it makes it livable, more enjoyable if you realize, oh, she doesn't have it all together either. Yeah. Or, oh, she asked these questions. Or I can answer a question for her. Maybe she can answer a question yeah. for me. You yeah. know, I would think about meeting Ginger last week. Yes. And I was so touched when she said, you know, we're like, what brought you to Branson? And she's like, well, I don't want to bring down the vibe in the room, but I'm a widower, or, and I'm a widow. And I'm like, what kind of a brave person goes through that kind of event with young children, right. gets up, moves across the country for a whole new start? You are like super person. Absolutely. Like you have got something in you that is a very strong, strong personality trait. And I, I was just thinking about her going, Oh my God, if she can do it, we can do this. We, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. yeah, we've got it. Like, she started from scratch. Yes. Oh, I think we've started from scratch too. How many times have we been completely knocked down? It's oh, like, yeah. oh, yes, we're just going to keep on going. <laughs> right, right. Because that's yeah. what you do. Oh, you do. You yeah. do. And sometimes you actually lay in bed for hmm, five minutes, 10 minutes. You're like, I'm not getting up today. I'm not even speaking today. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Don't go. you hate it when, like, you're in a bad mood and you want to just, like, revel in that bad mood? Yeah. But you know you've got to talk to somebody in the phone and you got to be all chipper and happy. And then you're like, dang it, I don't even get a minute to just have my pity party. No. I don't even have time to run my own pity party. <laughs> no, no. Um, I could probably pick my dad for that. He, like, uh, we drove up to St. Louis and forgot medicine and we had to drive back. And I was so mad at myself. And my dad's like, well, I'll ride with you, you know, and it's late at night. And I'm like, well, you can ride with me, but I'm angry with myself. And he's like, all right, well, if you need to get it out, you know. And so he gets in the car, and I'm like, Dana, you're so stupid. I hate you, blah, blah, blah. And my dad says, look, if you're going to be doing this, you can just let me out of the car. We're not doing this, right? I'm like, Dad, I haven't even got to the stop sign yet. You know, and he's like, well, I'm not listening to this the whole way. And I said, I told you I was going to do this. He's like, well, you're better than this. I'm not listening to it. Let's talk about something else. And then I thought, well, isn't that true? Like, if yeah. we let ourselves stay in this little pity party, we might get stuck there for a little while, and we don't want to be, right? Yeah, because no. there's nothing that we can do there. Like, it's, nothing's going to get better wallowing nope. in that. Nope. Even though you think, I, I want to hang out here for a while. And I you know. even acknowledge it, like I did oh, to yeah. my dad. Like, I'm going to hang out here for a while, and he doesn't even let me get to the stop sign. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Maybe that's what we need with each other. Like, I'm Maybe, not going to let yeah. you stay there, you know? I am so excited. I mean, I know we've talked about this Facebook group, the women's business. I don't oh, even know yes. what it's called. But I'm telling you, because I've checked a few times, like, there's really no one posting on it. I'm like, because you know what first post I'm going to be? When I get that stinking logo for this podcast done, yes. I'm posting it. And we're going to post a link to all of our podcasts because I want to have a community here 
within the Branson area of business women because we need each other. I would agree. hundred percent. I am so excited. And Satira is the one who started all of that. So I'm like, oh yeah. And she's a strong business woman too. Oh, she is. She She is. is. So I, I'm excited about that whole thing. We have to have a community and again, using your resources, talk to other people who are in business and how do they handle situations? And if we're able as women to have transparency with one another and not have to worry about feeling like an imposter, oh my gosh, that would be such a relief. That would be a success. Yes. Just that. Just yes. feeling like, okay, I have a group I can talk to and I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Because right, they're not going to walk away like, well, she's the stupidest person on earth, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if, if we if we walk away go, thinking those things, we're going to be like... It's never going to be successful because if we can't be transparent with one another, then what the heck? Right. You know, right. that that would be sad. A right. very sad, sad story. Oh, good. I'm looking at the time because I'm like, okay, Whitmore's always like, you get 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, we I still know. have like four minutes, so we're oh, good. Nice. <laughs> I love how he keeps us track. And I love that he wants to start his own business. And yeah. he looked to us to say, where do I start? Like step yeah. one, you know, and like, you know, we we haven't talked about that. Maybe that is something for not just women, but younger people who want to start their own business. You know, I've even talked to my son about it. He's like, I don't even want to do that. That's too much, too much. Is it too much? Do you know what the steps are? And is it something that you want to do? So that might be something for us to look at in a future podcast. Yeah. Like, here's step one. If you really want to start your own business. I think so. Yeah. Because just getting the LLC, <laughs> that's just one thing. Right. Now you have to have your articles of organization. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's like, wait, what? Right. what is <laughs> yeah, no. Business? Like, how is, how is your business going to be organized? And you can't even get a business bank account unless you have your articles of organization already no. done. No, you can't. So it's like, yeah, so just go see your attorney and your um, thing. Okay, well, no, but there's a lot more to There's more to that than just that. And it, it makes you have a very clear vision of what is the purpose of your business. You need to have a business plan. Absolutely. You need to have projections of like, well, can I really make money in this? And because if you're going to go for any kind of financing, whether it's a grant or not, they want to know your business plan. And you're going to have to have all this data. And it's all, just to get started. It's yeah. so much work. I've been on that infusion business for four weeks now, working hot and heavy, and I'm still not even ready to get enough data to give to the guy to build the website. I mean, it's just, wow. It's a lot of legwork to even get to that point. So, And you know what you're doing because you've started many businesses, yeah. and you know where to start and what to do. So for somebody who's starting, like, here's start one. And then you're going to learn as you get to step two. And then you're going to keep learning and then yeah. get to step three. Uh, and you might even be able to make some money. And suddenly you're like, oh, I'm on step four. Oh, wait a minute. I have to go back to step three because I <laughs> forgot that part. Right. Um, <clears throat> right. I think that's how running a business is as well. Yeah. If so, you wait till you have everything in a row and you know everything about every part of it, oh, you'll never start a business. You'll never start a business. No. no. No, absolutely not. Well, let's make that a goal then. Let's come okay. up with some tips for the actual beginning of how you get your business going. And I mean, like some realistic steps, like, you know, where do you find your resources for articles of organization? Oh, where do you find when you go to apply for your LLC, it wants to know what is the purpose of your LLC? Well, I'm telling you, I came up with this whole thing and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to Google this. I was just like to do whatever is lawful in the state of Missouri type of thing. And you're like, my God, I was way overthinking. (laughs) 
Yes. Okay. You know, so, but if you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Like Whitmore's asking me, he started his own LLC at 18. Right. And he's like, what do I put for this? And I'm like, oh, I got you. And he's like, you know, because he was going to doing the same thing, overthinking it. And I'm like, no, this is what we're going to put. And he goes, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But not every 18-year-old has a mom who's run businesses and started right. businesses. Right. So how do we help those 18-year-olds start a business yeah. or, or think about it in the terms of, like, I really can do this. Yeah. I absolutely can. Absolutely you can. And not only that, but how many younger adults even know what resources are out there or where to look or even that they should be looking? Right. They just they don't know. And I remember, I'll end on this, we went to Flaming Margaritas yesterday, which was Amazing. Oh, yeah. And I remember Satira had talked about the young man who owns this. He's in his 20s, and he started this whole business in his 20s. And it's like, wow, okay, he did it, but yep. he had to have resources along the way. So, okay, we got to wrap it up. What more is giving me the, the finger, like, wrap it up. So, okay. Wait, well, is that the right finger, the wrap up finger? It was the wrap up finger. Oh, it wasn't, oh, okay. it wasn't the happy finger. I was finger. worried when you said that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, we will come back next week and we will talk a little bit more about the basics of getting your business going. I think that sounds fun. Okay, great. Have a great afternoon. You too. (laughs) Bye-bye.